so now Alex Jones is claiming he's only a performance artist? Is nothing real anymore? Next thing you know, Rob Straight Edge, ha 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 ha. I make myself laugh sometimes. And now, here is the Metal Injection live cast. Leave the comedy to us, Chuck, please. He makes himself laugh, but nobody else. Did you ever have a straight edge phase, Rob? Yeah, the first 18 years of my life. But like, where, where, did you label yourself as such? You just didn't know of drugs. Uh, just I was. Uh, I, I mean, like, I didn't know the phrase straight edge. He has but three I X's tattooed in the back of his neck. <laughs> no, that's that? just for my admiration of the Vin Diesel thing. Oh. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. I definitely was proud of the fact that I didn't need uh, alcohol or drugs to have a good time when I was a kid. And I didn't. And I feel like... Uh, Did you have, really have a good time, though, Rob? Yeah. I had a great time. I was super hyper, so I he can make myself a laugh. Was, no, well. Huh? Was super hyper? I'm definitely not hyper. I wouldn't or say anywhere it. near the level of hyper. Would you really say he's hyper? I don't know if that's no, the word. He's, he's got a hyperish voice. I think he's loud. Yes. But not... Yeah. Uh, you're loud, but you're not like really <laughs> manic or anything. You're a very calm person. He used to be hyper, though, in high yeah. school, I remember. Oh, yeah, God. before the pot. Ooh. Before the before the medication. <laughs> in the early days of uh, internet chat rooms... I used to go into like AOL punk chats and stuff uh -huh. and people would ask me if I was straight edge, but I, the way they wrote it in internet speak was lowercase S capital X lowercase E. Yeah. And I had no idea what the fuck oh. that meant. Sexy. So I thought, yeah, that's sexy. what I thought people were like asking me if I was sexy. And I'm like, uh, What'd I, you say? I guess. I don't know. It's up to you to decide. Like, I don't know. I wonder what, like, they thought. Yeah. I the guy on the other end is so like, you don't weird. know if you're straight yeah. edge. Like, what a douche. Do you do later, drugs or I <laughs> And with that, we welcome you to the Metal Injection live cast. Hi. It's Rob. That was Sid. Okay. S X E Sid. Yeah. Sexy yeah. Sid. And that's Sexy yeah. Noah. No, not, not that was Sexy Darren. Hello. This is Sexy Noah. Hello. And I'm Sexy Rob. I got two intros. Hey. Hey. We also have a special guest, Don Jameson. He's going to be calling in very shortly. We're going to be talking about Don's brand new stand-up comedy album, Communications Breakdown. Communication breakdown. Nope, I guess there's On a breakdown of communication. Blade. There, and see coming out April 21st. That's right. So he's going to be calling into the show, and you can call into the show. Number you dial 213 White Nut. That would be 213 943 3688. And so we, Chuck, we, I was going to say, Chuck is very upset that. Uh, Alex Jones is not for real. What yeah, do you think I mean, we could we could lead with that. Uh, oh, did you have something else in mind? Uh, well, no, let's lead with that. Uh, Alex Jones is currently going through a divorce, or I think he's actually been divorced custody for a, battle. a custody battle right. for his kids because he has respawned. Uh, and his wife, I, I got to love the... Uh, thing with these guys these lunatics uh, these media personality lunatics who like their wives just can't take it anymore like him and steve bannon and all this shit comes <laughs> yeah. out not worth the money in like the courts and no, no, uh, you divorce them and then you get half the money and you don't have to deal with them anymore right it's the best right. of both worlds but you don't get them to just go away quietly it comes yeah. after the kids and all yeah. that shit well so uh you know she his wife is suing him for custody saying that uh you know the guy who 
push the idea that uh, Obama and Clinton are lizard people and yes. demonic and that, sulfur uh, humans. Yes, and that, and that, fish the, that he was serious about that and that Sandy Hook was a false flag. Probably not the best person to raise kids. Right, but she's saying that that's how he is at home too. Like he, yes. Now I got. She's saying he's the quote. He's not a stable person. Right. He says he wants to break Shocker. Alec Baldwin's neck. He, he calls me a lizard person. He wants J Lo to get raped. What? Why? He, what? I wait. Yeah, I don't he, know. What I did she know that one? What did she do? Well, well why don't you look, look that up while I read this? So he says. She says he broadcasts from home. The children are there watching him broadcast. Uh, the four, the Jones's fourteen-year-old son and two daughters, ages nine and twelve. Have lived with their father since the divorce. Can you imagine them being in the other room while he goes, "I'm an animal. I'm coming." What we need is that, like that BBC talking head who had his kids run into the room. We need Alex Jones to have that kind of a situation. Yeah. He's having one of his crazy rants, and all of a sudden, a couple of toddlers waddle in, and he's got to like. How old are them. his kids? Does it say? Yeah, uh, I just said fourteen, okay. twelve, oh. and nine. Well, I guess they're not toddlers. Uh, okay, I found the J Lo thing. Uh, Alex Jones suggests Jennifer Lopez go to Somalia where she'll be, quote, gang raped so fast it'll make your head spin. End of quote. What year is, is this like recent? Uh, Yeah, February. Oh, God. Oh, she's dating A-Rod. Let's see. She was in the news. You want me to read what he says? Yeah. I mean, exactly. no. Do we really? I'm just curious as to what, what his beef with her is. She said something about like she the, she was like doing something for Somalia relief or whatever. And he goes, stop, 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 back it up, back it up. <laughs> who is this tart? <laughs> I forget who she is, J-Lo. So again, giant corporate people making hundreds of millions of dollars up there with their perfect manicure and everything. All the leftists from these big foundations where one or 2% of the money goes to the Africans. And they hoard the money for themselves. Can't keep this up. Oh, yeah. Anyway, wow. uh, so his lawyer, in his defense, says, quote, he's playing a character. Yeah. He is a performance artist. Right. Sure. Uh, Sid, is what Alex Jones does considered art? Well, I mean, what is art, really? I think it's quotes. probably like wrestling. Like he's yeah, probably, it's kayfabe. He believes yeah. that stuff, but he also turns it up for the radio. So whatever. Jones later said that his comments were, quote, clearly tongue-in-cheek oh. and basically art performance, Yeah, as I do in my rants, which I admit I do as a form of art. Mm-hmm. Is this like the difference between Terry Bollea's penis size and Hulk Hogan's penis yes. size? Is that what's going on <laughs> yes. here? Yes. Exact same thing. That is he saw Hulk Hogan made off with like $300 Seriously. billion. Dollars, so. uh, Let's just hope there's never an Alex Jones sex tape. So, please. Oh. Please. One, one, so video clips of him ranting about celebrities aren't allowed, but one clip that the what, court- in the, in, the, in the case? In the mean? case, okay. yeah. Uh, one clip that was allowed- is one of Jones showcasing videos his then 12-year-old son had put together with InfoWars employees. And Jones was quoted as saying, he is undoubtedly cut out for this, and I intend for him to eclipse what I've done. He's a way greater person than I was at 12. I love you so much, and I didn't mean to get you up here, sweetheart, and tell people how much I love you, but you're so handsome, and you're a good little knight who's going to grow up. I know to be a great fighter. Trump against uh, the enemy. Trump and Ivanka over there. <laughs> he really bit. does. Yeah. What are his kids' names? Do they have weird names? 
Lizard. Yeah, Lizard and Striker. <laughs> no, I bet. Yeah, like I bet it's like like Cuck like Smasher, Parker, or l- l- like tough guy, like like tough. Parker is a tough guy name. Patton. Yeah, Patton. <laughs> Reagan. Reagan Jones. Cluster Bomb Jones. <laughs> Tomahawk. Trumpy. But really, though, does it say the kid's name? No, I imagine God that's probably left out. Reagan. If he's had his kids on the show, then he probably it's probably Let's public see. knowledge. What is I mean, look on his Wikipedia page. All my kids are named Newt. <laughs> Newt one, Newt two, Newt three. I'm coming. Well, maybe he's like George Foreman and just named all his kids Alex. Oh yeah. Well, that'd be boring though. He needs to have some like. He's pretty uh, megalomaniacal though. I named my children Viagra so I could have product placement wherever they go. <laughs> One of his kids' names is Teddy Thompson Jones. That's Alex Jones bad. is on the phone. They name him after Ted Nugent? Oh, wait, it could be a different Alex Jones. Oh, wait. What? what? You just went to like somebody's LinkedIn page? It was What's a happened? British site. It could have been a British Alex Jones. Hold is on. he uh, named after Ted Nugent, his son, Teddy? Probably. He probably is a Nugent fan. I heard he uh, knocked someone else up. This child is going to be uh, named. I hope J Lo gets raped in Somalia. Ugh. It's kind of like a long, bulky name. I don't. <laughs> they'll probably show it. Doesn't really that. work. He's a nickname. He, he, you know, Rapey. We'll call her Hope. <laughs> Hopey. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know it's a girl? I guess. What would it be if it was a guy? How would, what would the Hope? Is there a male Hopes out uh, there? Heath? Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. So then he could have like Heath bars, and he could have crossover with that. And <laughs> sponsor Heath bars. Viagra in every Heath bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I get excited. It's I just... shouldn't do that on the air. Has he like commented on his show about this performance artist thing yet? I haven't seen I anything, don't, I don't, but I feel like I don't follow him. That, that would be that. like uh, you know, like ruining the performance art. Yeah, wouldn't it? it's like too on the nose. Yeah. I'm sure all his fans just tell themselves, oh, he's got to say that for the case. He doesn't really mean it. Right. Well, his fans will, will backpedal yeah. for whatever he says or does. He's coming. Uh, are you an Alex Jones fan? No. We've discussed that. No, the audience. I mean, the oh, listener, the oh. Uh, if so, give us a call. 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. said it a little Irish, a little... Hate it. That's not bad, I have to say. That's all. That's all I can do. Why'd you decide to do that? It, it's it's my uh, improv ways. You know, sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna throw a little Irish accent in here. So right now, I want to talk about this narration that James Hatfield <laughs> oh, did. Oh God! Yes, you yes. For for the addicted to porn. <laughs> I dare you to interview Don Jameson in that oh, voice. You yeah. sound like a oh, I'm leprechaun. Here with, with, again with the Don Jameson. <laughs> I've lost me lucky charms. He oh, was God. Ireland is more than lucky charms. I know. I'm yeah. just saying that's what your accent sounds like. <laughs> he he was the one that you did. You filled in for Opie. And oh, Jones, yeah. He knows right? all about my balls. But, but I'm, at, I'm wondering, do you think he remembers that, that, oh, that he, remembers. he did that with you? That it's you. you. Like, yeah. if you bring Wait, it he up, did that with Rob? Yeah. Or he just talked about it? I, no, he just did the radio show. Oh, oh, <laughs> I thought you meant he stretched your balls. I don't know what they did between commercial breaks. Can confirm. Did not stretch my balls. Oh, good. But I'm just wondering if he has any memory of doing the Opie show with you. Well, for people yeah, who don't we've know hung Rob, out, Rob. We hang out frequently. Oh, really? He's your boy? 
I don't know if we can go that far. Are you his boy? But we Does were at the same you at event. Shows? Yeah, yeah. Would he remember your last name? <laughs> that's, that's a toughie. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I don't have an answer for that question. That could be the whole segment. Just let's see how well this guy actually knows Rob. Yeah. <laughs> what was Rob's favorite movie in high school? Oh, well, <laughs> we didn't talk about Dirty that. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're going to have him on momentarily I, before we have Don on. So James Hetfield is is narrating this documentary called Addicted to Porn, Chasing the Cardboard Butterfly. What does he have to do? with? Is he just lending his name because like to get it? And his voice. I mean, like it, it's just about getting James Hetfield to bring. Attention yeah, to I'm it. not sure that he has a porn addiction. There, that has he's a just trying to transition to a new line of work. Uh, but also, maybe it could be that just a friend of his is doing the yeah. the, the documentary and he's, he's helping a friend out. He certainly needs the money. He has anti-porn friends. But yeah, uh, is this like anti-porn or you don't? It's do you have anti- to be anti-porn to. I mean, it just it's like you don't have to be no. anti-drugs to be against addiction problems, I guess right? Just, yeah, yeah. It no, it just warns the trappings of of porn. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, what kind of perspective? This well, is. I feel like this. You know, there, it's not. Very visual. It's actually more of an audio trailer. So let's take a listen to it. Alrighty. I start taking post-it notes, and I write down every single female name that I saw that he clicked on, and I just put them all over the desk, all over the screen. This chick sounds hot. What she look like? And at some point, she's all right. She's cute. You know, he had come back in. And what side is she on? He said something to me, and all Porn I said hub. was, "Why don't you ask all your girlfriends?" Why don't you ask all your girlfriends? Which I'm just like. I want to say this is the clip that you're. Wait, that was James Hetfield doing the voiceover. He's, not, he's yeah. very talented. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you ask all your girlfriends? Uh, In the beginning, there was man and there was woman. From that moment on, things have been tricky. We're hardwired for sexuality. It, it, it's a part of our, our, our structure, cellular and DNA, is to be sexual and to have sex. What? That's part of the... Con- Hardwired for sexuality! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> That's where I got the idea. We haven't figured out what we want to grow up and be yet as a society. We are now a planet of technologically dependent beings, and the current running through our cables is high voltage. It's jizz. Men are afraid of it, and women are afraid of it. They're afraid of it. This is like a fucking wizard talking. It's like Gandalf. Fucking Merlin. I am the wizard of hentai pornography. (laughs) What was that? A voltage. Men are afraid of it. And women are afraid of it. They're afraid of the effects of pornography. Expecto Patronum. Who is this? Is it like credit? There's no, there's no lower third. Uh, Trivialize something as powerful as sexuality, as many are, as some professionals are, is irresponsible. Even more so, it's dangerous. There was a clear need to begin discussing and understanding this issue and its very real existence, however it is to be labeled. Kids are He's going horrible at this. Not, yeah, too much. Pornography. Uh, pornography was never intended to be educational. 
they're just looking at it as something. Can I just say one thing about these anti-porn, like or porn addiction specials and documentaries? Mm -hmm. Uh, An unintended good thing about them, if you watch them, sometimes in the testimonials, the guys will mention like the different sites they went to, so you get new ideas for sites to try. (laughs) If you've burned out like your regular rotation, I thought you were going to say they show lots of porn in it, so you like you have an excuse to look at a lot of porn. You're not going to get anything out of that, but you get at least web some new website ideas. Good recommendation. (laughs) Yeah. Good tips. Kids are going to the resource. This is the Gandalf again, by the way. Okay. Of pornography. Pornography was never intended to be educational. They're just looking at it as something that's like a video game or anything else that's entertaining. Our children are potentially exposed Super porn to brothers. Massive it's abuse. literally entertainment, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, yeah. What's the problem? I guess they're arguing that it's... It's, uh, it's too good at its job? It's more stimulating. It stimulates a different... Uh, and it, and it's you know the fantasy is is too crazy. Hmm. Amounts of pornography on a daily basis by the tap of a finger. It is teaching them a lie. It is belittling spouses, emasculating. Yeah, this is men, definitely anti-porn. Destroying yeah. the no neutrality essence here. of women. Go back to that. What the fuck did he just say? Yeah, this was weird. This was which like, was the music video where it's just like them in the studio, and the studio has all pictures of naked women all over it. <laughs> I don't Can know. We go, let, uh, how, how did that James Hetfield feel about porn? Lie. It is belittling spouses, emasculating men, how? and destroying. Because men don't have big dicks like the guys in porn. Uh, I guess is that what? Uh, well, no, because I think the the thing there is it's you know you're. You don't feel like as much of a man because you cannot get the type of woman that you lust after in porn. But that's why porn exists. You know, because you already know you can't get that kind of woman. So you look at porn. That's it's the yeah. clear progression from one to the other, not the well, other way on. around. In the beautiful essence of women. That's weird. Like that's kind of almost slut shaming. I feel. Yeah, that's emasculating. Like, well, Freddie's just reading off a fucking card. No, I understand. I'm not saying James Hetfield feels this, but I feel like if he's okay to narrate this in his voice and lend his name to it, then he's okay with what he's saying. And destroy. Or they paid him a shitload of money. No, I I can't imagine. It's it's definitely not that. Yeah, Yeah, he loves money, man. This definitely doesn't look like. This definitely does not look like a high budget. He, has he been in like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and that stuff? Has he gone to like rehab? Yeah. So he probably like whoever did his rehab yeah. probably is Programmed behind him. this also. And he's just like doing a favor for like an Alcoholics Anonymous friend or, or maybe something. like some religious institute. Funny enough, yeah. James Hetfield identifies as a reborn straight edge. Oh, there we go. Fuck ever that means. Say intimacy that builds a sense of connection. When you're looking at sexual behavior that's aggressive, I've made this person an object. Open up his sock drawer. What kind of point is that guy watching that he's (laughs) accusing it all of being aggressive? Uh, He's saying you objectify uh, your spouse or or girlfriend uh, because you just see her as like a, you know, a play toy. But she's not in the assumption. Yeah. Like, why does someone who this is? okay. so again, I think this is the behavior of someone who is likely to be addicted to porn. Yeah. Mm Uh, and I, I mean, like, if you've ever gone, no, if you've ever gone on NoFap on Reddit, <laughs> there's countless tales of guys who... She only goes on NoFap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, just guys who, like, their taste in porn just continues to get so extreme that, like, they can only get off on the goriest porn. Goriest. Like, scat, like, like just really extreme porn. just watching porn. porn. They're not making their significant other do it. 
probably don't even. But <laughs> then they say yeah. that because their tastes are so refined, they cannot have regular, regular intercourse anymore because it doesn't get them off. They want to have like mm. they the their mind is programmed to only be able to uh, get off when when such you know extreme things are happening. All right, but who mm-hmm. care? Why why should I care about that? That some dude can't fuck normal. Well, like, what do I care? Here, you is know he going to corner I, me somewhere and try to meat hole me? Like, what? <laughs> how does this affect people, my life? People That's need to issue. talk about this stuff. And Sid, they're too busy you jerking cle- off. You clearly have a porn addiction yourself. Do I? You just don't. You don't want to admit it. All right. Well, how often do you jerk off, Sid? Daily. Not well. Not always daily. Less like in the last few years, but. It's been up to daily, but so well, not jer- I work I mean, from home. How often do you watch porn? I think is the question. Not jerk. Off. Do you only watch porn when you jerk off? Yeah. What do you think? I just watch it like you're not a kind of no, 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 no. I think what Rob's saying is, do you ever end. jerk off without watching porn? No. Oh, it's always a tandem thing. Yeah. So there you go. You told me that you have like a whole ritual in the morning. You you, you mentioned to me of like your masturbation ritual. <laughs> what is it? I is this old news just like you go, you like. You know, you get up, you get on the computer, whip out your your whip it out. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> I guess the, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. Yeah, is this, is this something I've that's told why you, or were you spying yeah. on me when we? No, lived you together? told me you, you, you drill told... a tiny hole in the wall between our bedrooms. <laughs> that's you. Rob's fetish. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. See, the problem no. is on your end, man. <laughs> I'm fine. Rob has put a glory hole in between your rooms. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Rob put a glory hole in the TV, so when Sid was watching the porn, he would think it was 3D uh, penis coming at him. Oh, wait, 3D's penis? No! Hey, leave me out of this, you <laughs> why you, why you wanna? <laughs> uh, but I think uh, once a day is compulsory masturbation. Yeah, how often do you have coffee? Are the... you addicted to coffee? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, then fine. I don't, like, freak out if I don't do it for a few days. Uh, oh, yeah, no, you know, you're, you're fine. Yeah, I think I See, think the it's thing with me and I, it's not a porn addiction because I am like this with different things. Like, you know how I'm such a DVR Nazi that I <laughs> like I can't wait. Like if there's a new show, I, ha- I have to watch it as soon as possible. You have to I can't clear miss, your, D- your DVR has yeah. to be at zero. I can't miss episodes. Used. I can't miss episodes. I'm like right. a completist. Yeah. So I'm the same way with the porn sites that I go to. If I know there's new content out there, I but have to see it. I can't always. miss the new content. How do you know wow. there's new content? Like, it, does it come out on Google a certain alert. schedule? Like, are there certain no, studios? there's always new content. Oh, so you just like, there could be something I've missed? Yeah. There could be a great porn, the yeah. next great porn. Yeah, out. see, yeah. There could be. So it's more the fear of missing out than the need to jerk off. I see. The jerking like, like, off oh. is just the end product of making sure I haven't missed out on new porn. Oh, my God. There could be a facial cum shot that, that could totally no, I'm not, I, I never get that far into it. Bareback? Really? What, that's, well, well, most porn is bareback. Uh, well, what what is the, the part in the, in the porn that puts you over the edge? It's just the fucking... Just once I don't, start to, I don't need to see the guy coming. When are I you coming? I, I, I do that myself. I'll I don't need to also it. see that in the. Uh, that's happening one way or the so other. So the fuck. So you just fast forward to the fucking. Yeah. Or, or do you watch any of the foreplay? Do you like the foreplay? Mm, nobody really watches the foreplay. I'm talking about sex. Talking about pee pee. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. we've learned. All right, well, <laughs> let, let's get uh, let's get old Donnie J on the line. Okay. Oh wait, we got another caller. Area code four oh two. Really quick. What's up? 
Hey, what's up, guys? It's Devin. Hello, Devin. What's up, Devin? Not much. A couple quick things. First of all, I wanted to wish Noah a happy early birthday. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Secondly, I wanted to get his opinion on the whole Ty Trujillo playing with corn and wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it and what you guys thought. And then, was that it, or do you have another question? Uh, yeah, I had one other thing. What do you guys think about Kill Switch Engage's new beer that's going to be coming out? Okay. Uh, we will answer both of those questions uh, right after we get on the phone with Don, because we we have a guest calling in right now, but we'll definitely get to that. We'll ask Don Jameson about that. uh, Before uh, we'll get to that, Charlie, thank you, Devin. We'll put you back on hold. Uh, let's get Don on the line. Uh, Noah, why don't you tell the live cast audience about Don's new album? Okay, it's called Communication Breakdown, and it'll be out on Friday, April 21st uh, on Metal Blade Records. That's right, and Don is the first stand-up comedian ever to be signed to Metal Blade Records. Oh, really? Unless you consider Chris Barnes a comedian. What about Brian Posehn? <laughs> he was on Relapse Records. Oh, oh that's right. Okay, cool. All right, we're getting Don on the line on the Metal Injection Livecast. 213 Wide Nut, if you want to be a part of it. Hello. Hello, Don. Yeah. Hey, man, it's Rob uh, from the Metal Injection Livecast. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, dude? Oh, good. I'm right on the air. Perfect. How's yeah. it going, dude? We're not messing around. <laughs> There's no waiting. That's it. You're all business, man. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's the Metal Injection Livecast. We just mentioned your brand new album, Communication Breakdown. No, when is it out? April 21st. That's this Friday. So. Uh, yes, it is. I'm very excited. So you consider yourself a funny guy. You're a funny guy. We were just talking about porn. <laughs> We were talking about James Hetfield doing voiceover for a porn addiction documentary. <laughs> yeah, did you see that uh, that clip that uh, he he's narrating a trailer for, about porn di- addiction? No, because you know if nobody buys this album, uh, I'm probably going to go venture into the porn business. So I didn't want to feel shamed by uh, James Hetfield. <laughs> uh, well, it's a it, yeah, it's an interesting two minutes of uh, of shaming. <laughs> About porn? Do well, you... that would be. Yeah, they should do like a some kind of monster, but about porn addiction. Like all the guys in the band are addicted to porn. That see, that would have been interesting. I would have liked to see that. <laughs> yeah. one. That would be great if they can't even take a break during a concert. Like James Hetfield just whips out his dick and starts jerking <laughs> off on stage. All, all right, just project it in the, in the venue. Project it in the arena. I need it now. Did, did you as ever? Long as, it, as long as it lands on Lulu, I don't care. Oh! <laughs> Nice. Wasn't that in the news this week too? Uh, Kirk Kirk said that he's really proud of it. That uh, it's one of his greatest well, the, accomplishments in yeah, his career. Great. Ac- <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, he's yes, he's a funny guy as well. So, uh, <laughs> I, I give I give him credit. They double they double down whenever people ask him about Lulu. Same with Lars. They always they double down. They go, nope, it was awesome. So glad we did it. So. Uh, what are you going to do? Look, they, it's not like they took Lou on the road and wheeled him out, you know, and, and, and they played the whole album in its entirety. They did it. 
three people bought it. It was what it was. And, and I mean, to be fair, like I don't think they're lying. I'm sure it was really awesome to be in the studio with Lou, Lou Reed, Reed. Right. and they're in that kind of recording bubble where they're like, yeah, this is so great. Like we're doing this. We're in like Lou Reed is here. And like, I almost feel like they don't give a shit what people think of it. Like it was cool to them just cause they get to hang out with Lou Reed and it's not like they need the money. It's not like their career was ruined because of it. Can they have just went like on a boat ride with him or something? <laughs> like they probably all have yachts. Just invite Lou Reed on your yacht and hang out for an afternoon. Just That's tell fine. him, just tell him you're recording. Yeah, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't know the difference. He was dead a few months later anyway. Like just say there's a delay in the release. It'll do then eventually. Yeah, I mean, itself. really, I, I agree. You couldn't go, you know, you couldn't go, yeah, boat ride or just to go horseback riding. I mean, we really think it was fun in the studio with Lou. It's like, oh, James, I, oh, someone's got to change Lou's diaper again. You know, it's like it wasn't that fun. Yeah. Hey, Lou, we're recording. Ah, worship, worship. Ah, ah the table. Ah, ah. <laughs> And then you just leave. Yeah, it's like yeah. your 85-year-old grandfather screening over a lawnmower for 90 minutes. <laughs> I think that's actually the sticker on the record. That's what it said. That was the blurb. <laughs> your 90-year-old grandpa screening over a lawnmower, says Rolling Stone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it must have gotten lost in the mail, says Spin. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What, what, it's the, it, one of these days, it'll, it's going to be one of those misunderstood albums that we'll all love, like, you know, the Motley Crue album with Karabi, uh, Risk by Megadeth, Turbo by Judas Priest, um, uh, Van Halen 3. Like, these will all be classics in, like, I don't know, 65 years. I guarantee <laughs> on the 10-year anniversary of the release of Lulu, there will be a think piece on Metal Injection about how it was the most underrated <laughs> album of the 20-teens. <laughs> Rob won't write it, but we'll it, it'll someone. be a It'll be a oral history of Lulu. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, I, that would be fantastic. 15 things you didn't yeah. know about Lulu. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be it'll be Rob's hipster evil twin who writes it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've honestly yet to run into anybody who liked the album. I don't I I've yet to like like and if you do run into them like with a car. <laughs> look, look when I when that album came out I just it was all I could think of was I just hope Dave Mustaine never runs into Arlo Guthrie. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That'd probably be a better album. <laughs> Alice's <laughs> <is> restaurant. <laughs> uh, but you know, Alice's restaurant of destruction. At <laughs> uh, you know, maybe they needed to get Lulu out of their system to create Hardwired, which I thought was incredible, like so great. I have nothing but. Good things to say about the new album. Did you enjoy the new Metallica album, Don? Uh, yeah, I like it very much. But, but you know, don't forget about Death Magnetic. And I really like that album, too. So, yeah. you know, I think they put out two two good ones in a row. Yeah, I agree. They're they're back back to form. They're, they're heading the road. And, and still, like, live, what a show. They, they put on a concert. You know, it's not going yeah. to it's, it's a live experience. A throwback. They, they are really at this point where... Any clip you see online, they're literally spot on every time. There's not a bad clip of them anywhere. Yeah, there was a time like a like a six or seven year period where he just couldn't sing anymore. Like oh his yeah, his voice was just destroyed. 
but now he's yeah. Awesome. There was definitely a, so there was definitely a rough patch there for a while, and but now it's like they're so spot on with everything, and I yeah I can't wait to, till they come you know do, do the East Coast. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I you know I just uh, just no, no more Lady Gaga collaboration. I mean even even like yeah I don't think we're gonna do that again because you know the, the hardcore fans I, I get it she likes metal and all but I, you know you got four minutes on the Grammys it's the only metal in the whole show the least you could do is just let the band play on their own you don't have to crowbar in Lady Gaga but uh, whatever you got to play the game I guess yeah uh, I, I was okay with it because the resulting video got a ton of hits for us so yeah. <laughs> please uh, you do, whore. do more of that. <laughs> Got a lot of, yeah. It's all about you, isn't it? <laughs> well, right now it's about you, Don. You got a new album, Communication Breakdown. <laughs> and uh, I like the Led Zeppelin reference in the title, I assume. Yeah. Right? I mean, yes. easy assumption to make. <laughs> and uh, uh, in the album, there, there, I, I heard a, a little bit of it. And you, 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 I love the bit about pot uh, that you were like, I, I will have one marijuana, which, I mean, did you really, is that a true story or are you egging it up? Uh, for the stand-up album do you know the proper terminology no no I, yeah no I'm, i don't know the proper terminology i mean i'm look i'm 50 years old i still wear jeans and concert shirts and i have sideburns from the 70s there's nothing hip or knowledgeable i have no trending language i don't know any kind of hip terminology it's is word to your mother still around Does some people say that? that rob says that all the time mm-hmm. it's just now it's ironic <laughs> So, but no, I'm not a pot smoker, but you know, I, I can look at, you know, I could talk about pot from an outsider's point of view and then why, why is it legal in some States and some not. And, you know, when, when in Rome, you go do what the Romans do. So when in Denver, you go buy weed and, uh, you know, like I said on the album, I bought this stuff called La Cucaracha Manian and it was so strong. It took one hit and I was down on my knee faster than Colin Kaepernick during the national anthem. So <laughs> I, uh, that was my experience. Now, do do you feel it's something uh, uh, you could uh, uh, try again once in a while, or, or you'd you'd rather stick to the alcohol? Yeah, uh, you know, it's just a, not a it's not a comfortable headspace for me. I definitely couldn't perform high, but yeah, maybe I'd like at the end of the night, end of the night kind of thing, once in a while, you know, once a year or something, you know, where I'm around people that I know, you know, uh, then I'm comfortable. But you know, if I have to go out. You know, I'm a, I have a big mouth, so the minute you know I sm- smoke a little weed, I get quiet, and I'm, then I'm thinking, why am I so quiet? And then the paranoia sets in, and all that stuff. So, yeah. uh, you guys are, are, you know, you guys are better at it than I am. It's just it's not my my place. But I, I uh, have much more. Practice. But I do like talking about it on stage. <laughs> well, yeah. one thing that helps me with the paranoia because I used to get very paranoid is that I just kept smoking. So you have to yeah. just like fight or smoke through it. Keep on trucking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's like saying if you vomit from drinking too much, just keep drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah You'll yeah. get through it. <laughs> uh, also, I love that, that you drop some metal references uh, throughout the album, and, and it's great. Just to, I, I love just that there is this uh, growing intersection of metal and comedy because there's this uh, false perception that metalheads can't take a joke or yeah. are too serious and. Something we've learned uh, by doing this show is that couldn't be further from the truth. Everyone, everyone likes a good laugh. Oh God, yeah. I mean, come on, look at you know, you know, people always ask me as a comic, who's your inspirations? Yeah, of course, the, I was inspired by guys like George Carlin and 
Andrew Dice Clay and Richard Pryor and people like that. But a lot of my comic influences, honestly, were, were musicians, you know. I mean, David Lee Roth, you know, the, the, the crazy, the wacky storyteller, uh, speaking of someone who smoked their way through it. Um, you know, that guy's, you know, has stories upon stories. And even if you don't know what he's saying, he's just having such a good time, you end up laughing. Um, you know, Pete, the late great Pete Steele, you know, he was like the Stephen Wright of heavy metal, you know, just very deadpan and self-deprecating. Alice Cooper is like, you know, the Bill Cosby, well, you know, without the quaaludes and the rape allegations. Great storyteller, you know, always with a great punchline at the end of every story. Ozzy's like the Rodney Dangerfield of metal. You know, he always has great one-liners and he has such a, a funny delivery. So a lot of my influences are actually musicians. That's a great point. I never even thought about how some rock gods are some of the funniest people ever. Like Ozzy f- for sure has the best comedic timing. Another person that came to mind was just Lemmy always with the the zingers uh, and just just his way of speaking was so hilarious and unique i like to think of uh of dave mustaine as the andy kaufman of uh, <laughs> metal because there's no way he's serious you know? <laughs> there's no way it's all a 30 <laughs> year long con you know <laughs> did they ever cover the mighty mouse theme <laughs> oh yeah that's a good let's look into we that need to get know? that Maybe. happen well speaking of uh dave mustaine you know he plays the opening riff on my album so i was very excited to have uh yeah. The great thrash legend uh, donate a riff for my album. That was very cool of him to say. Because you know, when you see when you see people out, like you know, I saw a lot of you guys at the Revolver Awards and stuff, and people go, "Oh, if you need anything, just you know, email me or text me." And you know, they probably don't mean it, but I'm I'm the a hole who always follows up and goes, "Hey, so uh, could you do something for me?" And so then like, all right, I guess I got to do this for. But uh, that was cool of them to do, man. I was I was really happy to put that on there because I. All my albums start out with uh, a guitar riff or 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 a, you know some kind of shredding. I had Vinnie Moore on my last album and Bumblefoot on my first one. So very cool, Dave, to uh, send me a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, you got some shows coming up in, in Jersey, April twenty eighth at the Brighton Bar, and May twelfth at Dingbats. Go see. Well, actually, the co- those are those are like my band showcase nights. Like that's one of the things I've been doing since. Oh really? Uh, you know, I've been on, an unemployed TV host. Is I'm I'm doing that metal show for young bands in clubs here in Jersey and helping support yeah young bands and giving them a cool place to play on a weekend night, not a Monday or Tuesday. A, you know, a good venue on a weekend night, and I do like six or seven bands in the night. And you know, I just host the event. It's all about the the music. It's a great scene in jersey man ever since i moved back here um there's just so many cool bands so i'm I'm just trying to help bands out you know at least get a little start uh get things kicking with them and then you know hopefully look where's the next you know that's always the question in metal like when's who are the next metallica who's you know who are these next bands that are going to be big and you know they might be right in your backyard but if they don't get past the local level then they they can't get a national or an international following so you know, there's a couple of bands that have helped out that are doing some cool things. I'm really proud of them, and uh, I love doing those nights. And But, yeah, as far as the comedy gigs, um, Memorial Day weekend at Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant, come on down to the shore. All my dates are at donjameson.com. You can check them there. Okay, sounds good. Do you want to specifically mention any of the bands that are uh, particularly catching your eye lately from your showcase? <laughs> Um, you know, there's a band that they're um, called Commonwealth, 
and um, they're, they're, they're definitely getting a lot of interest from people. Um, I know they've had a couple of video premieres on a competing website to you guys, Uh-oh. but um, nevertheless, they're, they're making some headway, and, and they're young and hungry guys, and uh, they're, 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 getting a lot of, uh, they're getting a lot of heat on them now, which is cool. Nice. Awesome. Well, Don, the al- and there's a, there's a band that there's a band out of Philly called triple goddess too, for people to watch out for the, when they came and played, they opened with thin Lizzy suicide. And I went, okay, yeah. I, I already like this band. Whatever nice. they play after this is fine with me. So, um, they're, they're super cool too, but yeah, there's a ton of bands, you know, you just got to seek them out. But yeah, I love people to come to the, the band showcases to come to the comedy shows Pick up the CD. You can pre-order it now. You can go to metalblade.com, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's out this Friday. It's called Communication uh, Breakdown. I was going to play a track off of it here called Kiefer. Yes, uh, this we... is an exciting track. This is a true story, drunken story about myself and Kiefer Sutherland. Oh. And uh, it, it ends in... Uh, it ends in uh, two men having an intimate moment <laughs> together. So <laughs> I don't want to give away the punchline, but uh, this is 100% true. And um, thank you, uh, Beer, for making this happen. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Don, thank you for taking some time to talk to us thank you. here on the show. Excellent. Hilarious, as always. As always. Uh, oh, thanks. And, and I always appreciate the support and love seeing you guys. So you, you know, Rob, I always see you out at things I saw you at the body count thing recently and I'm sure I'll see you out again soon and we'll go to hopefully see you at Metallica and hopefully they don't decide to break out any tracks from Lulu and we'll have a good night. <laughs> and they don't wheel out any porn and jerk off on the stage either. That would that'd be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a major no-no, exactly. <laughs> Alright, thanks a lot, Don. And uh, word to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> good night, Cleveland. <laughs> Alright, thank you, Don Jameson. Uh, let's play Kiefer right now from his new album, Communication Breakdown. It's out this Friday on Metal Blade Records. You can pre-order it now at metalblade.com slash Don Jameson. So we got to be able to have a few cocktails in this lifetime. You know what I'm saying, bro? No, I'll tell you a funny drinking story, and I swear this is 100% true. And what's cool is, man, you guys are always so nice and gracious after comedy shows. You want to buy the comedians drinks, and we appreciate that. But I always say the same thing. Uh, if someone offers to buy me a drink, I say, um, I'll take six Miller Lights. Because <laughs> about three times out of ten, I get it. It's like asking for anal sex, you know what I mean? So I go to this movie premiere party, and the star of the movie is the actor Kiefer Sutherland. We all know Kiefer Sutherland in here, right? All right. And about an hour into the party, Kiefer Sutherland himself walks into the room with his girlfriend, and they're all dressed up. They're saying hi to people. So I said to my buddy who invited me, I go, hey, can you introduce me to him? He goes, yeah, no problem. Hey, Kiefer, come over here. This is my buddy, uh, Don Jameson. He co-hosts that metal show, and sometimes he plays in Cuyahoga Falls. Like that. Keeper Sutherland just looks at me and goes, I never heard of that metal show. He's ossified drunk. He's New Year's Eve, your bachelor party, and St. Patrick's Day. All rolled up into one drunken lost boy. He had so much alcohol in his breath when he breathed on me, he bleached my fucking hair. And his girlfriend was just as hammered and she passed out in the chair five minutes into the party. So I was just like, um, okay, yeah, that's cool, man. You never heard of that metal show, but I know you love rock music. I know you're in a band. I know you have a record company. And he goes, yeah, that's right, man. You know what? You're the only dude I ever talked to who didn't ask me 
tweet about the Lost Boys or 24, I'm going to the bar. What do you want to drink? I'll take six Miller Lights. I'm laughing, my buddy's laughing. A minute later, somebody's tapping me on the shoulder. I turn around, there's Kiefer Sutherland handing me Miller Lights. One after the other, like some alcoholic relay race. He's drinking scotch out of a pint glass, straight up. Every five minutes he would look at his girlfriend and go, love of my life. And she's like, she's drooling, she's got a cocktail straw stuck to her face. We're holding a mirror over her mouth to see if it fogs up. He was so hammered, I talked to him for 45 minutes, I have no idea what this guy said to me. It was like talking to Lou Ferrigno with a toothache. Stephen Hawking would have been a better conversationalist than this guy. So we get to the end of the night, he goes, I gotta get out of here, man. I go, oh, it's nice to meet you, I'm a big fan. And he goes to give me the bro shake, right? You know, you know when you shake your bro's hand and you pull him in? And I swear to God, this is true. He pulls me in and he starts kissing my neck. And I'm looking over my shoulder like, get a picture. Paul TMZ, bitch. Maybe he really is a lost boy. Maybe he is a vampire. I didn't know. I get home that night. My girlfriend at the time is sleeping over. I try to slip in quiet so I don't wake her up. 30 seconds later, this is what I hear. Don, what's that mark on your neck? Man, I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, what am I talking about? You come home four in the morning, reeking of six Miller lights. I want to know who you were with tonight. Honey, you're probably not going to believe this, but Jack Bauer gave me a hickey tonight. I always dreamed of hooking up with a famous person. I just didn't know it was going to be one with a penis and a drinking problem. Hey, it could have been worse. I could have met Bill Cosby that night, so... All right, all right, all right, all right. We're back. That was Don Jamie's. On. Don Jameson. Is that your pet name for Don him? Jamie's. Don Jamie. I don't know what. I'm sorry. Not as good as the Irish improv. Not as good as the Irish improv. Oh, Say his name in Irish. It's Don Jameson. Pick up his new album. It's Communication Breakdown. I don't know. I'm Can just doing the same our, cadence. Uh, like legit Irish callers or Irish listeners call in and Do just talk so Rob can learn what an Irish accent really we sounds like. We do have like. the internet anyway. Just listen. Um, I have an Irish joke, which let's hear it. Yes, please. Why did the Irishman put 239 beans in his chili? Why? I give up. Because, dear, if you put one more, it would be too farty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was a good joke. <laughs> uh, like but it. it was a classic. Uh, chili. Oh, speaking of chili, uh, we talked about Alex Jones earlier. Oh, that's right. So in his deposition today, he couldn't uh, recall specific facts about his children, and his excuse was he had just had a big bowl of chili for lunch. And it had poison in it from the lizard people. Like, that is real. Quite- that is not performance uh, art. That is him on the stand. I'm a human. I eat chili. I fart. Did he I say- reproduce. 
and I can't remember what I reproduce. I have chemtrails coming out of my ass. <laughs> Do you think he ate the chili on purpose, knowing like his wife and his wife's lawyer were going to be there, and he'd fart a lot, and he'd make it stinky for, as like a, a weapon? Weaponized chili. <laughs> <laughs> Whose farts are worse, Bruno's or Alex Jones? Uh, I'm going to say Alex Jones. Yeah. Look at him. Somebody tweeted, ah, yes, the lesser known cousin of the meat sweats. The meat forgets. <laughs> <laughs> Meatnesia. <laughs> Amnesia. <laughs> Meatnesia. That's your I'm episode. sorry. I'm sorry. I had a big bowl of chili. I don't want to. <laughs> oh. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm an animal. I make chili. I bought a crock pot. I put tomato paste in it. Some beans. I eat. I sweat. I produce gas. I'm a human. This is me. I'm reality. Come and get me. <laughs> Just the best. Just the best. I gotta say... Thank goodness for the courts and divorces and child custody hearings yes. to really help us get to know how crazy these media personalities are. And how much uh, pussies they are. Because immediately, as soon as as soon as soon you just threaten them, oh, you're not going to see your child again, he, come, he suddenly collapses like a fucking plucked daisy. Not even this. But okay, like, in a way, that's excusable. Because, okay, that's his child, you know. All like, right. But it but shows he, what a house of even cards the is. Pizzagate thing. How, right, like, right. As soon as he started getting sued, yep. not only did he apo- he apologized, took down all the bullshit fucking <laughs> stories that he wrote, tweets he took off. You're right, right. And choked up about this. Pizzagate all over your fucking laptop. Ah! Reflex. Bullshit. Bullshit. Fuck it, the Alex Jones. Fuck it, the Alex Jones. He don't like the pizza gate. He want only a pizza <laughs> for his fucking self. He don't share. He don't give me half and half. <laughs> he take all of the fucking pizza. Worse than the Jim Brunzel. He's a fucking cheap chew Russia. No good motherfucker. Piece of shit. I break his back. You don't want to mess with me shooting vice. I'll fuck you up. Fuck the Alex John. I mean, it's been like five years and it's Alex still Jones. so funny to me. <laughs> Fuck the Alex John. It's a good thing his fucking wife take the fucking kids away. This John is he a man? Is he a woman? Alex a fucking girl name. Fucking John a fucking girl name. Here's a fucking woman bitch with fucking vagina. Fuck the Alex John. I don't mean no transgender. <laughs> I don't mean no hermaphrodite. He's a fucking woman with the fucking grasshopper dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he eat a fucking chili and fucking queef out his fucking vagina. No good fuck piece of shit motherfucker. You don't want the you don't want the chili queeps. No. Oh, those are the worst. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? Yes. <laughs> I think you're putting the chili in the wrong place. <laughs> 
No, it's when there's That's one of those advanced port fetishes we were talking about earlier. <laughs> That's right. You watch too much porn, suddenly, unless there's a meat involved. <laughs> no, could you imagine how much your pussy would burn if you crammed some hot chili up Oh, my God. Have you ever got a hot sauce on your pussy? No. <laughs> Intentional or otherwise? That's a, that's a drop. That is a drop. Uh, that was one like of the to? that was one of the sexual jeopardy uh, questions this last time around, right. wasn't it? Something about putting hot sauce, hot sauce in your chili and your vagina. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's where I was like, it sounds familiar. We were laughing about this. Uh, you know, like sometimes you wipe your mouth and then you get a little hot sauce in your eye because you you didn't want wipe. That has your... never happened to me. No, I've never but... been that careless. Or or. Yeah. You've like wiped your mouth with, with what? a napkin, okay. a penis, and then use the same napkin to like wipe a tear. But there's uh, like the hot right. sauce on the napkin. Fucking baby. It was called the, the uh, Goblet of Fire, by the way. The Harry Potter. <laughs> that was the uh, sexual jeopardy. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I usually eat in bed, <laughs> so maybe like if I would be eating a taco that has hot sauce on it, and I would take a bite and it would break and fall all over my vagina. That's uh. how I would get hot sauce on. <laughs> nice. Naked taco eating in bed. Look at my underwear. You've never sat in your bed. Do you ever sleep on like like crumbs uh, when you go to bed, like taco Sometimes. crumbs? <laughs> or like the yeah, seasoning for that. my bagels mm. if I have a bagel. Like poppy seeds no, all over I can, your bed. I can't eat in bed. That for that's that just it's too uncomfortable. If I like drop poppy seeds in my bed, the next day I'd see them and think it was bed bugs, and I would freak the fuck out. So I can't do that. that's a bad idea. Would your wife make you sleep on the couch if you had too many like if you had poppy seeds all over the bed? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I never eat in bed though. Mm-hmm. The big TV's in the living room. If I'm eating, I'm probably watching TV, so I want to be with the big TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm eating in bed. You want to be with your baby. Yeah, that's right. Oh. It's a love affair, it really is. I'm not going to let any DVRs pile up on you, honey. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to keep you nice and clean. That's right. Steam DVR mm. you're going to have. How many shows are on the DVR right now? Sam? Right now? Wait, One. what time is it? All wow. right, so as of this moment, there's the absolutely fabulous movie, which I recorded for my wife, mm-hmm. and she still hasn't watched. I'm not counting that, because that's not something I care about watching. It's on HBO Go. Yeah, but what, I just DVR'd it, so it's there, so we don't forget. Because mm-hmm. that shit piles up if you if it's just on a streaming service and you don't have it like right in front of you, you're going to forget. Right. Um, Vice News Tonight aired at 7.30, so that's on there. What about and Better I, Call Saul? Watched we watched it. that. We watched that last mm-hmm. night. I don't want to be late with that. That was so fucking good. Yeah. Um, and I think the new episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine is currently recording, so that would be it. So if so, if you clear off all your shows, but mm-hmm. your wife has you know a ton of, do you get angry at her? Like, I don't get angry, but I'll, I'll remind her every yeah. now and again. <laughs> She's uh, like, I have other shit to do when you're not around. I'm like, come on, just sit sit still and just watch this two-hour movie that you weren't even super excited about while I'm gone. Come on, oh, what wow, are you doing? What a nudge you are. Yeah. Yeah, way to take all the fun out of it. Way to drop your microphone somehow. I didn't drop it. It fell. Mm, blame, yeah, blame. Learn your English. <laughs> like a domestic violence abuser. <laughs> it fell down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, the microphone was asking for it, wasn't it, Rob? <laughs> Look what that microphone's wearing, that windscreen. <laughs> So sexy. Where does your like hyper organization come from? Were your parents super? I'm not really hyper organized in other stuff. It's really it it is a completist. It's yeah. It's the fear of missing out. If there's like 
something waiting for me to watch it. I want, cause I know other people have already seen. It. I want to fucking see it already. Uh, Sid, you would hate our DVR, man. We uh, just leave stuff. For I, I'm like weeks. that too, well, think, but uh, for me, it's more like I don't want it to be spoiled by like a tweet or something. Well, that too. That's sure. my concern. Yeah, that too. That's why I like to watch something as close to its release yeah. as possible. But like the Americans, I'm so behind on it because, like, thankfully. Well, I mean, it's a big, that's not as big a show that <laughs> nobody really gives a shit about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody gives a shit. About it. Isn't it pretty like popular though? Mm, it, it's not so. as popular as it should be. It's yeah, not like everybody right. talks about Game of Thrones. Right. If you don't well, watch Game of Thrones, to yeah. Game of Thrones. Well, I'm saying like that level of a show. Even with girls, it's been like I, I haven't been able to catch the finale, and it has been like. Such like going through first world battlefields, like avoiding <laughs> pitfalls, media blackout, and just yeah, like it's on not Sunday, really I really that crazy to spoil. I just I don't want to go in with anything. I no. want to go complete. Like I want to know nothing. All right, you want to go commando? Yeah, yeah. Mm. you want to wear nothing too? Wear no, no I, I see again. My balls are too. I can't do the commando because my balls stick to my thighs. I don't have that thigh gap. That was a metaphor, Rob. Why are you taking it to balls? No, I'm not a commando kind of man. I'm a undies. I will be in my like. I just need a pair, good pair of undies. Rob is scared to get his balls caught on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is balls. That is a fear, and also uh, I have a big, perhaps irrational fear of tiny bugs going up my my pee hole. I think we've talked about this yes, on the show. We have. <laughs> That's why I could never do sounding. Like we always joke about. Well, that's the only like, reason. That's the reason. <laughs> I mean, the same, the same thought process. Like I don't like things going. <laughs> what about poppy seeds? What if you were laying around in bed and there was no, a poppy seed? You could. You could uh, if I if I have to pee, I could just pee it right back out. Like that's fine. But the, so. the 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 ro the ant or the roach. Or whatever. It just keeps crawling. It's yeah, it's like it's alive. It, it doesn't. It's gonna Don't move make around. Little babies. Yeah. No, no, oh my God! Stop it! Well, I think it's they... it's very narcissistic of you to assume that a bug would want to go climb in your pee hole, <laughs> and that your pee hole is so hospitable. <laughs> like maybe there's better. You don't know about my pee hole. <laughs> well, you know they say that like it's very probable that a spider crawled in your mouth. Right? Yeah. You it eat is? like about four spiders in a lifetime. Maybe oh, like just while little sleeping. Tiny spiders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you have those in your cock. Don't <laughs> even. <laughs> Do you ever find any like cobwebs <laughs> around my <laughs> cock? In your cock. God, I wouldn't <laughs> even see that. No. At most, some dried sperm, maybe when I was a teenager. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, not anymore, though. <sighs> You gobble up every drop. <laughs> spider cock. <laughs> whatever. Spider cock. Spider cock. <laughs> Rob got one of his ribs removed so he could clean out oh. his cock with his mouth. Wow. So he could suck spiders out of his dick hole? <laughs> In case of emergency. Is that why Marilyn Manson really did it? Uh, He's yeah. also got a spider cock phobia. <laughs> Maybe. A cocknophobia. <laughs> Rob has already yeah. moved on. Uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Too, this is too real for you. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine roaches or ants up my pee hole. I feel or, like you aunts. can imagine. I don't want don't any want aunts in there either. Your aunt? Any aunt or any aunt? <laughs> None of them. All of them stay away from my pee hole. <laughs> All right. Jeez. 
I'll tell my aunt to cancel that reservation. She'll be very upset. She's the pee hole is closed for business. See, Rob, you met Sid's aunt on Tinder, and now you yeah. can't do anything with her because of, sad. Cause of no, the statement. No, you met her on RussianFarmers.com. What? You're going to go take her on a date only. to the taiga? <laughs> I will say, like, I have thought about uh, uh, getting a Adidas tracksuit. On Iran, just to be closer to, to my to Russian heritage, <laughs> just to wear, just to wear out and about. Maybe they're cold, probably comfortable. Concert. I think you should. What happened to your Zumbas? I you still have wear those. But I feel like live cast day is when we all dress comfortable. How come you never wear them? Um, well, now you see, I couldn't really wear them in the winter because they're very thin. Uh-huh. But now, now that it's spring, I could definitely whip them out. I'm a little self-conscious of the Zubas in public. I won't lie. Yeah, you live in a pretty hip neighborhood. I have to say also, yeah, and I don't want to be like, you know, confused for a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did wear them to the gym once because uh, my, my. That's pretty brave of you. And never again because I got. I, so it was one of those things where I forgot I put them on. But then I like <laughs> noticed like I was getting so many looks. You know, and it's like a small jit. It's a not a lot of dudes checking out your third butt. Cheek. It wasn't like a check. It was just a lot of like second quick glances, like guy? a double take. You missed a fucking Banya suddenly scared then, of people looking at his junk. No, 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 no. I'm like, what is it? Why am I drawing everyone's attention? And then I go to the mirror to, you know, do oh, like yeah, a set down. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm wearing fucking. <laughs> this was like within like five minutes. Also, you know. one nut was dangling out of the hole in your throat. Oh, that, that like a grandfather clock. <laughs> I'm swinging back. You were spotting a fucking weightlifter. You had your nut dangling over his face. What the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to lift here. Why is this guy so ungrateful? I'm helping him out. Look, I can't fucking see. I got sunglasses on here. Uh, not for nothing, but your nuts away. <laughs> no, but you got really long balls. How you doing? <laughs> not, not in the gay way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do you do it? You just jump roping with him. Get this walnut out of my face. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay. And that concludes our Rob's Nuts segment. Well, you know. Hey. Do we want to answer Devin's questions? Did we do that already? Oh, my let's answer is... Devin's questions. Are you uh, still there? Yeah, you're still there, oh. right, Devin? Yeah, I'm here. There he is. Uh, as for Corn, uh, working with Robert Trujillo's 12-year-old son, who seems like a... Very capable bassist. Uh, I watched the footage today. We posted some of it on metalinjection.net. And uh, it's good. It works. It's a good gimmick. Yeah, I think uh, it's a great way to make corn relevant again. Yeah, and like people seem really into it. He's only filling in for a few dates on their South American tour. It's not like a permanent thing at all. But people are very excited about this, I have to say. Cute. Like pedophiles? Why would you be very excited? No, it's like an interesting story. People are curious. <laughs> Why does it have to be a pedophile? What Jeez. happened to Fieldy? He had some family thing he had to take care of. <laughs> Fieldy's family is fucked? <laughs> we don't know if they're fucked, but he just wouldn't be able to tour. And uh, the Killswitch beer I have yet to try it. It's just been announced. But if it's a pale ale, no thanks. Fucking beer snob. I hate... Okay. Pale ale is disgusting. It's so bitter. I, and everybody, like, I'm actually not a beer snob because beer snobs are all about pale ales. That's like the go-to. Is that what IPA is? 
That's an Indian pale ale. Yeah, yeah. it's what, disgusting. What's different about the Indian ones? It's just a different way of brewing. I don't know, but they're all like a pale the hops. ale. The hops. Yeah, pale ale means the there's hops? a lot of hops in it. It's an ingredient. It's like the guy it's from Blink 182. Mark Hoppus. No, no it's Mark, Mark Hoppus. And mm. so you, the addition of the hops make it so bitter and it's disgusting. It's gross. So how can people like it? They just want to seem cool? I think so. It's got an acronym. That means and that. also, I feel like if you drink more than one of them, you get, or me personally, I get terrible acid reflux. It's so horrible. Why are you drinking more than one? I don't. What are you, are you trying stopped. to prove yourself to? I've stopped. You got some beer nerd friends you're trying to impress? No, sometimes it's like, you know, you're at a, a social gathering, like Don was just mentioning the body count event. Richard Christie's uh, there. And, and there's an open drinking. bar, but it's not like a bar situation. You only have the option of like pale ale or nothing. So it's like, all right, I got seven I'll, up. No. Water? There was water. Yeah, I eventually touched the water. himself in some way. I need a beer. You have your one Yeah, and I can't here. really. No, smoking. I realize smoking pot is not the best for a, a party like that because I will not want to talk to anybody. And that's There's the, nobody there that's worth talking to. That's anyway. the point of going to those things is to talk to everybody. But you, you smoke talk pot. To guitar tech? Come on. You smoke pot on the podcast and you're always being a chatterbox. How come it's different? Mm. Uh, I feel more. Com- I don't know. I feel more comfortable around you guys. Sometimes oh. I say things later that I regret. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, like, no I think it's like just what more, everything you've ever yeah, said here. It's, it's more like initiate. I'm less uh, motivated to initiate a conversation with somebody that I would want to be networking with, and that's the purpose of going to these things. So it's they're like, all well, listening to this right now. Like, yes, you should smoke more pot. Please <laughs> just leave me alone at these things. Oh well, I, I, I would just be happy that they're listening. So oh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be wonderful. Uh, okay, I hope that answered your questions, Devin. Does anybody else have a opinion on either? I gave my opinion about yeah, you did corn. How do you feel about pale ale? I don't drink beer anymore. Like I don't like. So beer. they're all gross. They're all gross to me, and they yeah. make me bloated and gassy. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, corn or the pale ale? <laughs> Both. The chili in your vagina. <laughs> That was mad chili, dog. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you for thank you for calling in and uh, always listening, Devin. Thanks, no problem. Keep up the great work, you guys. One. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> to your porn. <laughs> That's the new version of that song. Say goodbye to your wife when she leaves you because you watch too much fucking porn. <laughs> or to your masculinity. Isn't that yes. one of the things yeah. you said? Say goodbye to your testosterone. Do you think he like went to like hang out with the band today after they like heard this and like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's just money, man. You have you a Brazzers account. <laughs> you charged it to the band. We all get the statements. We know. Their money's green. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Jerk. Yeah, for shame. So, so, are you okay? What's happening? I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was having a stroke. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your help. <laughs> uh, the number once again: two one three wide nut. That's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. Sid, you brought this to my attention. If you happen to be in the LA area. Uh, Leroy, Dutorino, Mario, talking well, to Well, Leroy's the one who posted this on our Facebook. Oh, that's right. Uh, you just th- blew up his spot. You should go to, uh, if you had nothing to do on a Thursday, 
There is a weekly jazz night at the Black Rabbit Rose in Los Angeles, hosted by none other than Fred Durst. No way, so excited. <laughs> the jazz night is called Fred's with a Z. That's the name of the night. Fred's oh with a Z. It's called that or it's Fred's with a Z. F-R-E-D-Z. Both. Yeah. Fred's and, and all the words. They need that. to explain. Yes. Fred's spelled with a Z and then with a Z. <sighs> so what is, what is and what's so funny leave off to the me, last Z for savings? What's so funny to me is that I thought like, oh, he just saw La La Land and suddenly he's into uh, jazz. Yeah. Uh, but then he goes. Wasn't La La Land like show tunes though? Did you watch La La Land? No. Yeah. <laughs> it was all the, the main character is a jazz player. Yeah. Oh. He's a he's in ja- he's a jazz, jazz musician pianist, yeah. Yes, pianist. There's actually uh, you know a bunch of good jazz in it. It's oh. fun. It's actually a good movie. I think I think it must be fictional then. There's, it's a fictional story. There's yeah. good jazz in it. How did you feel John about Legend, How did you feel about it? I, I, I liked. I it was the music. I didn't like, but I didn't hate nearly as much as I thought I would. And the rest of the movie was better than I expected. So I overall I enjoyed it. Ryan Gosling is funny. Yeah. Which, it was a good movie. It was like it was a throwback to like uh, old timey like singing in the rain type movies. I feel, but not cheesy. Like it was good. Yeah, it was. It, it's, it pulled it off. It, it, yeah, I I hate musicals and I didn't hate it. Yeah, but you recommended that show, Crazy, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And that that I tried watching it. That I I couldn't. This last season sort of went off the rails a little bit, but the first season I thought was pretty good. I just can't stand musicals. It's fine. It's not for me. Well, there's a lot of jazz in it, though. There's a lot of, like, good music. But still. <laughs> good I think you would appreciate jazz? it. <laughs> and jazz? Uh, so, D- Durst says, I'm a big fan of jazz. I've been for a long time. Does that make you hate jazz now, that Fred Durst likes it? Loves it just makes me hate Fred Durst even more. On Wednesdays, he hosts an MMA night. <laughs> everything you like everything I like he has to soil yeah. why does he have to soil how does he, him liking because it soil it's, it for it's you him. Fred Durst has a blog about Chinese people clipping their toenails <laughs> and he writes the entries from his summer home in Tel Aviv <laughs> can you believe it <laughs> this fucking guy uh, so he goes it's one of the things I'm really fond of. I traveled around different spots to hear different players, some word of mouth stuff, some some older cats. No, <laughs> shut also, up. This is cats. also a clear sign that Fred Durst will never make money again. Wow. I'm just really impressed with the new generations. They've had an emotional reaction and connection to jazz at such young ages. Yeah, that they never had to my music. <laughs> it, ju- it just blows my mind. It's, it's fascinating. So after traveling around for a while to different spots, I thought, I'd like to have my own night. Maybe if I put together the right collective of young cats and they want to do something uh, kind of sexy and cool. Because, yeah, that's how that's jazz people Because he's just putting on this persona and, and he has to put on all of it. Yeah, and then he closes, he goes, and then the whole la-la-la thing. I thought the timing was unbelievable. Did he say la 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 or was that you? Oh, uh, that was me. The whole oh. la la land. The whole la la land. I would have believed it if he'd blamed that on Fred. <laughs> the whole la la land thing. I thought the timing was unbelievable and serendipitous. Oh, God. He doesn't know the word serendipitous. Get the fuck out of here. Somebody wrote that. That quote. was also Rob. Yeah. That was like, you know what that was? The, whoever interviewed him, it was like an email yeah. uh, conversation and he looked he up where yeah. He was originally <laughs> he was going to write it was Mad Chill. And then he was like, no, like, what, can, what sounds better than Mad Chill? Cats don't say Mad Chill. Uh, he goes, so he goes, 
having my name attached to this one night thing was just a little awkward. And I said, we've got to call it Fred's with a Z. Yeah. And the S would have been not. It would be too chill. So check out. the Yeah. We got to call it Fred's with a Z. And they said, OK, F R E D apostrophe S. And I said, no, it's Fred's with a Z. What does the Z signify? Jazz. I guess. It's just, I, no. I don't understand. And then he goes, I felt like a target, you know? Like someone's going to see this and think, oh, Fred Durst is doing a jazz night? What's this? Lounge, ver- lounge versions of Nookie? Yeah. I just don't yes. know how people <laughs> perceive it. I've had people come up to me and ask, when are you singing? Are you going to play one of your songs? And I laugh and say, I don't think so. Not tonight. No, the correct answer is no one perceives it because no one goes to it. There's two kinds of people that go to this. There's the kind of people that like jazz that don't know that this is a Fred Durst thing and they go once, find out it's a Fred Durst thing and never come back. And then there's the kind of people that go because it's a Fred Durst thing and then when they find out it's not lounge versions of Nookie, they also never come back. I think there would be a third type of person, which is people like us who would go like, we have to see this train. Yeah, is there a cover yeah. charge? Because then none of us would go. I don't know. I'm not paying for that joke. What if we uh, write it off as a business no. expense for the last Let's just go have minimum. a nice dinner. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's a clown. Let's get him back on the show. <laughs> Call him the Guy Fieri of jazz this time. Uh, speaking of music, do we not have a... We have some uh, user submissions. Uh, we also have some voicemails. Oh. Uh, Sid, last week you requested that uh, people... Like, we played a Gene Simmons eulogy... Chuck Berry eulogy. To Chuck Berry. <laughs> and you requested that people call in as Gene Simmons to eulogize <laughs> Other things, yes. <laughs> I'm very excited. So to see we, we got two submissions. The audio on this. Can you lower my audio? Because it's like a little feedbacky. this one. Okay, this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. I didn't know the baby Daniel personally, but I was at Babies R Us buying diapers for all of my illegitimate children when I overheard some crazy Middle Eastern guy yelling about a kid who had just died. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to show that I'm not just a shameless salesman. Speaking of. Kiss Air Guitar Strings, now available online and in stores. I spoke with Vince McMahon and graciously offered to lower my standard eulogy fee to $20,000, plus the guarantee that baby Daniel be buried in a Kiss coffin, now available online and in stores. So with those terms agreed upon by my lawyer, I am here to show how great a guy I am. So now it's time to lay baby David. What's that? All right. Baby Daniel to rest, and may he go to heaven, where he can rock and roll all night and party every day. That's a song from the Kiss live album Alive, definitely the greatest live album of all time. Now available online and in stores. <laughs> this has been Gene Simmons from Kiss. Now someone please show me to the buffet. I was told there would be free food. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. wow. Excellent. I believe it's pronounced Baby David. Baby David. <laughs> David. This is Gene Simmons from Kiss. So eulogizing Baby David. <laughs> Do we know who that was from? That's so good. Uh, attributed to anyone? That is from Jeremy. Very good, Jeremy. Jeremy good spoke job. in class today. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Uh, then we got one from Cougar. Hello. I'm Rabbi Gina Simmons, and uh, <laughs> I'm here to uh, speak on the behalf of uh, Derinsky's Farskin. It uh, had the phimosis, unfortunately. Hey, the phimosis. But uh, I was there at the time that uh, Moyle Derangement came and uh, <laughs> removed it. Uh, 
so-called uh, to pull the plug on it, but um, the Rinsky's foreskin, it, it, it's in a better place now. And uh, we we chopped it up, we put it in little baggies, and um, we, uh, we we selling them in the air guitar string bags, three ninety nine a piece. And uh, boy, old the rainman put one bit of it on the on the piece of matzah and uh, ate it, so it's in a better place now. Thank you. Where where do you think your foreskin is right now? Is it like in a landfill? Yeah, in like a laboratory? some kind of like fucking hazardous waste. They just throw it out. The bio waste when they, you know, like they and all, all the hospitals have that shit probably. What if it's alive? What? What if it's in a jar somewhere? Like yeah, preserved? like like yeah, like a, like it's been planted. Would you was, want visitation? Was this a fucking horror movie? It's gonna come back and try to kill me. <laughs> it's gonna grow a <laughs> pair of legs. Oh. It's a little flap of skin. The flap of skin, though. And this is from an old uh, livecast meme, this voicemail. Hello? Or should I say goodbye? <laughs> goodbye to the people that hated on me. Goodbye to the people who loved me. Goodbye to the people who <laughs> trusted me. Goodbye, goodbye to everybody. Goodbye to the people that hated on me. Goodbye to the people who loved me. Goodbye to the people who trusted me. Goodbye, goodbye to everybody. Now, I need some changes in my life. Now, I need to move on in life. Now, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye to everybody. Wow. Wow. Had my lighter out for that. What an amazing acoustic rendition of the classic Danny track. Yeah. Goodbye. Which should I play a little yeah, bit? Play a little bit. Sure. Do we know who that was? That might have been Danny. That was so seriously. What? Uh, I think he improved the song. Yeah, he yeah. did it better. That was like an acoustic version. It was actually on time. Yeah. <laughs> it was yep. incredible. Can we use that as yeah. a way of saying goodbye to people? Oh my God! Yeah, usually we got to save that. Yeah, I'll send it to you after okay. we won them. That was fantastic. <laughs> and then we got one from Congesterino. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, don't worry, I'm not going to call you out on anything. I'm actually sick this week, so now you know what a real congested me sounds like. I see no difference. All right? I was like, it sounds yeah. basically the same. It's like him talking a little bit slower. Yeah, he, yeah. Which I believe he's There's a bit, out. like, he's slurring his words a little more. I think it's just an act. But your voice sounds the same. Hey, guys, don't worry. I'm not going to call you out on anything. I'm actually sick this week, so now you know what a real congested me sounds like. Last week when I made a joke, Noah added another dimension to that joke, and I, everyone was talking at once, so I misinterpreted what she said as explaining my joke out for the layman, so my retort was a little gratuitously rude. I want to apologize for that because what she said was very funny. On a second note, Suffocation's coming out with a new album. They're New York natives. It'd be cool if you could get any of them on the podcast. Maybe even cool. sit in on an episode for Death and No Death. It's wishful thinking, but just a suggestion I thought I'd throw out. Uh, this voicemail isn't very funny. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a sound bite of me blowing my nose. Uh, uh, lovely. Uh, it sounded pretty dry. 
Have a good one. Blew his asshole <laughs> out. What the fuck was that? A chili queef out of his face. So hello. Oh. <laughs> what should I say? Oh, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye to the people that hated on me. Goodbye to the people who loved me. Oh, the spoken me. word intro. Goodbye to the people who trusted me. Goodbye, goodbye to everybody. Goodbye to the people that hated on me. Goodbye to the people who loved me. Where the original, the this part sort of sounded like me. Michael Jackson-y. Goodbye, this one sounds like sort of Mexican-ish. Yeah. Like the Indian now, accent sort of goes like Latino. my life. Now I need to move on in life. There's now definitely more like passion to say it. goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye to everybody. Yeah, you guttural everybody. He believes it. Yeah. Sorry, were you gonna respond to Congesterino? Oh, I was just gonna ask if you were gonna do what he asked. Are you friends with suffocation? Are you gonna? Uh, well, happen? they live on Long Island, so I don't think oh, like deep. So I don't think Fair. they or. Can we do the podcast Frank, from their house? Frank does. I'm not sure where uh, uh, the guitarist, I forget his name, his name escapes me right now. Terrence. Terrence. I'm not sure where Terrence lives. Uh, I think it might be like Jersey. So I don't know, but maybe I can get them to call in for sure. Uh, Isn't suffocation kind of ironic for him to like with all his nasal (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. The pollen count is suffocating El Deuterino. Rest in peace, dude. If you'd like to suffocate us with your voice, 213-943-3688. That's 213-WIDE-NUT. We got area code 734 on the Metal Injection Livecast. What's up, dudes? And Noah. Hello. Who's Hey. Um, So I had a question for you guys. Maybe. Um, Wait, is this Mario? I who was is scrolling through your... No, who is this? No, this is not Mario. I'm sorry. This is Kyle. Oh, hi, Kyle. So go ahead. You were scrolling through. Hey. Um, <clears throat> can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. I hear you fine. Okay, so I check it out. I was just going through your, your uh, YouTube videos, and uh, you had Jake Bowen on the show, and... Uh, like he was on like a full set or a podcast, but like he didn't put in like more than two like complete sentences, and I was just yeah. wondering like why he sat in that time. That's just his personality. Yeah, like, he just doesn't talk that much like in a crowd of people, I guess. Do you just mean like why we'd have him on know, the right. show and then he doesn't say anything, or why he didn't say anything? I was just like, oh, this is a guitar player from my one of my favorite bands, oh. and like I'm excited to hear him talk about you know anything relevant to him, mm-hmm. and like he didn't really contribute to the episode at all. Well, because he wasn't really like a special guest; he yeah. was just sort of there. He was just, just here, and he sat yeah. at the at the board with us. I'm not yeah. gonna say who, but at one point he used to date one of the live cast hosts, but I'm not gonna say which one, because I want to protect Rob's privacy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But he was on a couple of shows, I, yeah. I believe. He was on, like, all of them, but didn't say anything. Yeah, he was just sort of like, <laughs> well, I think there was one he was where uh, he brought another friend over, and they were a little, they, then it was more, they were more, more interactive. Yeah. But also, I think part of it was 
he realized we were talking shit on a lot of people oh, that yeah. he worked with. Yeah. So he didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want want his voice to be attached, which I completely understand, right. and I, I do not. <laughs> and I mean, really, he's not a vocalist. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not his gig, man. Yeah. And his guitar wasn't plugged in, otherwise you yeah. would have heard that. For sure. I mean, I can relate in that way. I'm not a very vocal person when I'm in social settings either. Yeah. You're doing all right now. Yeah, though. you just yeah. said more total words than he did yeah. on like 18 <laughs> shows he was on. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so, well, thank uh, you for listening, about, Um Fucking, what's his name? Alex Jones yet? We did. We talked about him at the top of the show. We had a lot of great riffs. I highly oh. recommend going back yeah. and checking out the archive. Are you a, uh, a long time? Do you, do you listen every week? Do you go back to the archives? I started like a month ago and I've been listening like every day at work and you oh, guys wow. make me laugh so much and I just enjoy listening to you so much and it's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. What made you uh, start a month ago? Well, I don't know. I've been checking out your web- your website pretty much like every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, Rob, you did an interview with Suicide Silence like in 2008 when I was in high school. And, oh, wow. Like, I thought it was a pretty funny interview and... It was pretty cool because you guys were like smoking weed in the middle of like an alleyway or something. I was like, that's pretty sweet. And so <laughs> I kind of like got behind that. And you're all about smoking dope and like metal. And that's pretty cool. So yeah, I uh, thought I'd check out the podcast at the uh, 400th episode. And I thought that was a good place to start. And I've been listening ever since. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. Cool. That's great. It took you till yeah, so, now uh, from 2008. No, no. <laughs> Uh, no, that's awesome. Kyle, thank you so much for the uh, support over the last uh, nine years. And it was really cool. It wasn't uh, an alley. It was actually like the backyard of the warehouse that they were shooting the music video uh, that yeah. uh, with. And it was actually the very end of the shoot. And I was like, hey, do you guys want to smoke? And they were so exhausted that they were dying. They were exhausted and hyper, you know, because it was a late shoot. Yeah, they weren't dying. That was later on. Oh. oh, but they were dying. Kid. They were dying to smoke. Was oh, what I was trying to right. say. You jerk. <laughs> and they're they they're still some of my best friends in the music business. And uh, you know, Mitch was very cool to us. He came and hung out with us and did a. Yeah. De- he sat in on. He was one of. They and were the first band to sit in on the show. Or was it two of him them? and Mitch? Him and the guy the, with the beard, Mark. Mark. Yeah, Mark is great. I still talk to Mark all the time. How come he hasn't sat in with us again? Uh, well, he doesn't live in New York. He hasn't been in New York for press. It's true. Well, if you're friends, then it shouldn't be about press. Should I fly him out? Sure. Or just at least let him sleep on your couch. Yeah, what the fuck, <laughs> man? He could sleep on my couch if he ever needs to. But, I mean, you know, he's doing all right. He could he could afford a hotel or, like, a Airbnb Jeez, you fucking the but if he, needs, if, if he needs my couch, what do you know? You, you can get a whole uh, apartment on Airbnb. Okay, it's like a hotel. It's, it's still like somebody's apartment. Why uh-huh. not just stay with your friend? He your could if he apartment. wants to. If he wants some privacy, call him up right now and ask him. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna call him. while. Do you want to stay yeah. in my apartment ever? Sure. <laughs> Maybe we could record you for the podcast at some point. Uh, I've mentioned before, I've the highest I've ever been in my life was because of him, Mark. Uh, when they were playing the Mayhem Fest, the last one, uh, I went on their bus and hung out, and it was he had, do you know? I mean, I've talked the dabs, the the liquid oil weed, the condensed weed, the crack to weeds, cocaine, and so he had these dabs, this liquid weed, and I did three dabs. How do you do it? 
So you need a blowtorch. It's it's ridiculous. So you need a blowtorch and you heat up this metal rod, and then you put the weed to the metal rod, and then it's like a bong. Who comes up with this? Show? I don't. It's Pot really yeah exactly. Junkies. But pothead nerd potheads who are like science majors, who are like, how could we get higher? Scientific how- potheads. Yeah. Is that a thing? Just like to be a science major, you don't have to like pick a kind of science. You could just be a science mm-hmm. major in college. Yeah, now? I major in science. These colleges are crazy. Chemistry, these days, I guess. Man. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I'm a few few pipe hits in. That's like a kid who dropped out of school but is still taking money from his parents, but his parents (laughs) don't really care that much. So like, oh, so how's school going? Oh, I'm it's great. I'm a science major. All right, talk to you later. (laughs) Click. Kyle, what did you? What were you doing in college? What was your college major? Um, I I actually just finished my uh, first class of the. uh, uh, I was just taking one class like this previous semester, and it just finished today. What's the class? Science. <laughs> oh, it was just a fucking uh, composition class. Uh, music or writing? No. Uh, just writing. Mm, you're a creative writer. Uh, fucking. I mean, maybe a little. You do have a way with words. Yeah. <laughs> you're gifted. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, take it out. I got two things really quick. Um, sure. Um, uh, there was a episode, there was an episode where we played an interview with Dave Mustaine and a radio host and that radio host is fucking from my area in Detroit. And I totally knew who that was. What was said and during the interview? Was funny oh, was it me. Turbo? No, that guy's no. from the South. It was about Dave's opinion of the new Metallica song. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the second thing you wanted to and say? All, all he said was, uh, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't want to comment on it better than my shit yeah and <laughs> yeah um uh so actually i just squeezed another thing to say i like what dare and no say i'm coming <laughs> okay yeah now you're saying it yeah you ever just, just walk into a for that and and um <laughs> lastly um for a hang-up thing there's a part in the uh, live shit dvd for metallica and uh jason newstead like during whiplash he, he says, give it to me one time. And I think it's a pretty sick part in the song. So I think you guys should like use that. That'd be sick. Oh, because he says one? Do you have like a time code for that? We're not going to go. <laughs> but also it's got to be goodbye. Yeah, God good, damn it. The line is goodbye. Yeah. If you think of any songs that have goodbye, uh, feel, free to, feel free to recommend Well, you that. use the It's Time to Make America One Again thing. Oh, right. Yeah, right. That's true. yeah, that's true. I okay. think that's when when the caller doesn't say one yeah. and we've just had it. Like okay. okay, so I see what yeah, you're saying. I, but I think is, I just gathered that. That's pretty fucking funny. I did mean to throw this out there a few t- shows ago, and I forgot that if pe- people can submit goodbyes that are from songs, if they're clearly... People can say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming my favorite. Yeah. This is from the new Metallic album. Yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye. Uh, yeah, if you have any goodbyes and songs, submit them, even if it's like a country song. Uh, goodbye, wait, so, Yellow Brick Road. So, Kyle, I'm sorry. Um, how many classes did you say that you finished today? Uh, it was just one. I just took one for the semester. I don't think he picked up on it. No, not at all. Uh, all right, Kyle, thank you for the call. That was great. And uh, <laughs> thank you for listening since episode 400. All right. Nice.
Rock and roll. Hopefully he heard uh, 401. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good song. Uh, Well, now it is time for a user submission. Oh! User submission. I think it's time. I thought the goodbye song. Show you get some user submitted user submissions. User submissions. Here user comes some submission. songs created by our fans. Trash. <laughs> 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 Do you remember who made that? Uh, Is that Jumpman Jump hat? hat? I think Jumpman. Uh, Rest in peace. He's alive. No, he's alive. Oh, no. He's still. He still chimes Probably in like once in a, a while. like a big-time radio producer or something. Yeah. Engineer. He's Mons. That's his professional name. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, he's Mons. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's a user submission from Zane uh, who said that we actually inspired him oh. to start a grind band. What? Uh, it's called Mustainal Cunt. <laughs> Whoa. I like the name. Mustainal Cunt is the name of the band. They're from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, <laughs> the description of them is a grindcore band that's almost as unlistenable as the shit Dave Mustaine says. <laughs> the EP is available on Bandcamp. It was released April 7th. That's a lofty standard to be as unlistenable as the shit Dave Mustaine says. Mm-hmm. The EP is called People Hate Me Because of You. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually that. a Mustaine quote from some kind of monster during the finest scene of some I mean, kind of monster. People hate me because of you. That's it. And if you're like Kyle and you just started listening to our show, I highly recommend going to the archives and looking up our Some Kind of Monster DVD commentary, which basically you can watch Some Kind of Monster. Uh, it's on Netflix now, so you can just watch it there. And then you put on the podcast. And it's essentially like we're watching along with you because we watched it and recorded a podcast as we were watching it. It's live. It's honestly one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done because, uh, you know, we were really suffering for our art in the sense that we met up on a weekday and... I think we met up a little later than we expected to, and we thought the movie was only an hour and a half, but it was like two hours and a half. So by like an hour and 45 in, you could really hear us being like agitated, like truly (laughs) fatigued and annoyed and angry at Metallica (laughs) for making this movie. Inflicting this upon us. Yes, Did we have any special guests sitting in for that one? Or no? I can't remember. Did we have Axel maybe or no? No, no. No, He did the next one. Okay. It's just us. us no, he didn't do uh, Actually, did I, I believe that uh, 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 Jake was, was oh. sitting in, but I don't think. <laughs> but he didn't I say anything. I, I'm not sure if he was on mic or not, but he was definitely there with us. He might have said something off mic after. Mm. <laughs> but he was hanging out. He was hanging out. You can't uh, prove he was there. Well, people hate me because of you. That's the EP by Mustaine Cunt. The first track is Girl, Guy, Girl. Girl, Guy, Girl. Now, do I read the lyrics? I'll read the lyrics after. Okay. Some uh, girl guy girl. The lyrics are, is it a girl? Is it a guy? Is it a girl? Is it a guy? Girl guy girl. (laughs) Some uh, girl guy girl. (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah. Short and to the point. Yeah. Uh, the next track is called I'm Over Metallica Unless They Want Me Back. <laughs> I mean, people hate me because of you. By the way, that was very uh, Metallica to put the, the title track of the album second, like Master of Puppets. Mm. Yeah. And Justice oh, yeah. for All, Ride the Lightning. Uh, but the track title is different than the album title. Oh, okay. Uh, but the lyrics uh, are, but I want in the band, let me back in the band, <laughs> let me back in. Mm. Let's hear that again. There you have it. So we know that eventually Dave Mustaine is going to get the Google alert for this band oh page. Oh my god! What I don't do you know. Think he's it it think doesn't say Mustaine anywhere. It just says Mustaine. I'm, yeah, sure I'm sure he has that. I'm sure he has that. So this next track is called "If My Pastor Says It's Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read the lyrics first. I talked to my pastor. He said I have to apologize. The gayest part about being Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think this is the best riff so far. That was a riff? (laughs) Yeah. There was a riff in there. I'll take your word for it. This is I Have Friends in the FBI. That's the only letter. This is the only one I understand. This is the single. It's the one that really gets the pit going. I think that one's my favorite song. This is their black number one. With a bullet. Yes. Uh, this next one is called <laughs> Put a Plug in It. And the lyrics are Put a fucking plug in it. No. <laughs> and they let you figure out what he's talking about. Sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a dog in heat. By the way, I just realized you said their, this is their black number one, like typo yeah. negative. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought you said this is their number one, like their single. But both. Well, that was wasn't that sort of type that of negative great joke. Yeah. single? Yeah, that's a great joke. This is their black number one. I like it. Uh, final track. Oh, so sad. It's over. Uh, my guitar tech is gay. <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics are gay, gay, gay. My guitar tech is gay. And the guy just turns out to be a total fucking dewclaw, like a total waste of skin and life. Wow, that's like their opus. 22 seconds is the longest track on the album by far. Such stamina. (laughs) How many songs are there? Six. 60. This is the catchiest one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's FBI. Almost, it's almost. It's like It's like it's a song. FBI. You really gotta expand on that. This was just to the point. Put a fucking blog in it. Okay. And then if my pastor says it's okay, it was the best riff I. Think. 
All right, thank you, Zane. Zane said he's no longer going to submit any user submissions because that is basically the greatest thing he could ever do. I want to say, uh, and I'm well on record here on this show saying that I hate this type of music, but I really, like, sincerely have enjoyed that just because of the subject matter. Mm -hmm. Here it is. Good job. That's the thing about porno grind is it's really about the subject matter. Yeah. If it has good samples, good porno samples, or good Mustang samples. To porno grind. Mm. <laughs> James Hetfield uh, narrating a That's song a bit. about it. <laughs> that could be Sorry Zane's then. next thing. Yeah, Zane. Now you got to do a trailer for a porno grind addiction. How? Oh my God, that's. <laughs> uh, or a porno for the blind. All porno right. blind addiction. I have friends in the FP. Look, Zane, you yeah, got yeah. a song in my head that said you created zero. an earworm. Zero. <laughs> because I, it is definitely stuck, stuck in my head now. It's not fair. Well, this isn't going to help you. Get over it. Great work, Zane. Seriously. Yeah. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. And he also helped us out earlier today because me and Rob were talking about what we were going to do on the show. And I'm like, did we play Zane's submission last week? I can't remember. And Rob was like, I can't remember either. I'm like, let me DM Zane on Twitter and ask him if we, if he listens <laughs> to the episode. And so I did that. And he's like, I actually haven't listened to the episode yet. I'm going to listen to it later today and I'll get back to you. And then <laughs> a couple Aww. hours later, he listened. He got back. He's like, no, you didn't play it. And I'm like, all right, we're going to definitely hopefully play it tonight. So we did. Thank you, Zane. Well done. He's our technical producer. Yeah, I love when we enlist the listeners into doing stuff that we're too lazy to do. Yeah, (laughs) I like it too. Uh, One thing uh, before we wrap up, I wanted to talk about. Is it Uh, the FBI? (laughs) Why do they all do oi? Can't you say I and and grunt it? I, FBI. Why can't they do that? Why do they all go FBI? Probably easier. Yeah. Yes, I just did them both the same. What's the fucking no, difference? No, the uh, uh, FBI. That's higher. That? So what? It, it like requires hurts uh, your throat more. Yeah. Oi. Oi. <laughs> it's like an old Jewish man. Oi. Oi, man. Oi. Oi. Oi, is beer. Uh, well, before we go, I wanted to mention that, you know, in these trying times, it's very important to uh, pay attention to politics. And oh, no. in a town in, in town in Tennessee, a celebrity is running for office. Daniel Boone. No, <laughs> no. it's by God. It's Kane. It's got to oh, be Kane. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Really? Uh, Noted libertarian. Kane, aka Glenn Jacobs, is uh, running for mayor in uh, in this town of Tennessee. Does he use his uh, entrance theme when he comes <laughs> out? No, but here in South Knoxville, do want to thank you for uh, making the effort to be here today. Is that First him talking? Yeah. That's, oh, no, it's that's so much his, better. No, that's, oh, that's the guy introducing him. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's have the music under. Does we'll he still wrestle? Uh, he's been kind of out. He's had an injury, so he's been out for like the last year. So this is like what he does on his downtime? Yeah, he, ha he actually owns an insurance company. And that's wow. his, like... Does he sell insurance to awesome, the other wrestlers? Man. He also no. does, like... In the town. He does guest spots on, like, CNBC and shit. Oh, like, yeah. Like, when like Bradshaw's too busy? Yeah, like, what? but not... It's not like, let's bring on the wrestler guy. Like, they treat him like yeah, he's, he's like a... a pundit. A, like a real pundit. Oh, this is so absurd. They don't... Sometimes they don't even mention that he's a wrestler or anything. Like, he's just, like, a guy talking about I, business. I, I guess if Donald Trump can be president, then a wrestler can be a talking head on a yeah. financial show. Why not? Well, he makes a hell of a lot more sense than Donald Trump yeah. does. I mean, he's not... I wouldn't, you know, elect him president yeah. either, but, I mean, he's oh not... Oh, my God. He was on he's Kennedy. Not an idiot. He was on Kennedy's show oh. talking about it. So, this is... Everything we're going to need. The gloves are coming off in Georgia for tomorrow's big special election. Ooh, Analysts say going. a liberal newcomer could win a big seat there that has been Republican since 1979. John Ossoff, just 30 years old, he's a millennial, reportedly raising he's more millennial. money oh, than all of the GOP contenders combined. He was a complete unknown just a few months ago, but Ossoff like is willing to fill the seat that Tom Price vacated when he became Secretary uh, of Health and Human Services. Tom, Tom Price is just the living embodiment of Mr. Burns. Or as they say now in the, the corner garden. Tom Price! 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 Could also be a preview of what might happen in 2018. So is politics getting more cutthroat? Well, let me bring in Glenn Jacobs. You know him as WWE superstar Kane. He is now a mayoral candidate for the mayoral seat in Knox County, Tennessee. And we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, welcome back, Kane. Thank you. How you doing? So this is a, a crazy time <laughs> to run for office. And, and I want to get to your run in just a little bit. But do you think Republicans like, are in trouble I feel in like 2018 anytime because Kane of the political climate? Kane being interviewed, this music should be yes. you know, played sure. under it. I, it. It makes it he much more... He just have a boombox that he brings yeah. No, no, it should be someone doing it to him. Like, he hates it, and yeah. he, you can't, but he can't get away like from it. Like on Between Two Ferns when Zach Alphadakis just presses <laughs> that button. Now, and does yes. this race in Georgia sort of illustrate that? I don't know if the race in Georgia is indicative of that. <laughs> you know, the big story, of course, from the left has been Donald Trump's tax returns. Yeah. And I think my brother, the Undertaker. <laughs> Sorry. Course, from the left has been Donald Trump's tax returns. Yeah. But I think a bigger question is whatever happened to those emails that Lois Lerner had from the IRS, I think that's what people are tired of is the fact that if you ever get audited get by the IRS, okay, and you were to say, oh, I, I lost these emails, which proved my innocence, they're not just going to say, oh, we're sorry for the inconvenience. Have a nice day. Yeah. You're going to be he, a lot of like, trouble. When he makes his personal appearances, does he like crash in from the ground? <laughs> <laughs> fire every yeah, he should like with the arms make the yeah. fire come out of the ring posts wherever yeah. he goes. On the podium. <laughs> Dick. Does and then he, he, sorry, is he challenging his opponent to like a test of strength? Yeah. Like, <laughs> fire that's match. How the, yeah. We don't need votes here. We just like who can power bomb the other person. Oh, this is the other thing uh, that his like campaign slogan is something to do with fire. Yeah, it's I'm like light, light the fire. He will light the fire for Knox County or something. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, no, I don't want to be a joke, but this is my wrestling character. Yeah. And, you know. A high government official, if you're the head of the IRS. Uh, oh, you can't scroll. What is it? Yeah. Lighting the fire for... Uh... Yeah, something like that. Lighting the fire for... Yeah, I think you got Is he pro-weed then? Nashville doing real well. Chattanooga. I think he is. He's, He's libertarian, libertarian, yeah. 
intense competition with our neighbor cities in Knox County to attract business. I think the key, one of the keys, is having a world-class workforce. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Choke slam Kennedy, will you? Yes, overreach in the Department of Education in Washington. Oh, your goofy right. tax it's, it's code really politics. Damaged He's the ability of our local school board, of our wonderful teachers, mm -hmm. his other hand doesn't have that black glove on. To <laughs> it would be best. great okay, if, like, in the middle of this interview, they had like a PA run out and give him a chair shot without him knowing. <laughs> it's like we thought you were into this stuff. Isn't this what you do? <laughs> Come you on, say? guys! <laughs> Trying to be a politician. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't win the Congress seat, will you be okay being an intercontinental congressman? <laughs> I would just ask him like super condescending questions like that until he stormed out or tried to hit yes. me. It'd be like Jim Rome and Steve Everett. Or Jim Everett, Jim uh, Everett. Mike Rowe was on the show a couple weeks ago talking about that very thing. If you don't want student debt, if you want to get out of school and make good money, uh, go for some of these vocational jobs. How will you use government to get out of the way? So people can thrive in areas like that. We actually in Knox County, we actually already have a pretty good CTE program. Yeah. I would like to get private sector more involved with apprenticeships, training. Did you and say that a good CTE yeah. program? Isn't that like post concussion college. Well, he's the guy to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestler. Huge opportunities in the future. Yeah. I think one of the keys it, that helped you develop your it's political just so weird. He looks like corporate king. Uh, well, that is corporate king. There's been a lot of them, from Ronald Reagan to F.A. Hayek to Ron Paul. If I was the Democratic Ra committee in this town, I would run the Godfather against him. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to bring some of my fine hoes to the Capitol building. <laughs> it's time to Knox County climb aboard the offer him a joint and some hookers the day before the election. Like, let's screw this politics. Let's just go. Okay. Now, Wait, Kane, I know you want to be my opponent in this election, but how about I offer you some of my finest hoes right here? <laughs> Here's his uh, commercial announcing his bid. Hi, my name is Glenn Jacobs, and I'm running for mayor of Knox County here in the great state of Tennessee. In my career, I've been blessed to travel all over the world and see all the great communities that our country has to offer. But in my opinion, Knox County is the best place to live, <laughs> work, and raise a family. If anything. 22 years ago, I met the love of my life here in East Tennessee. Katie. We decided to make this place our home and to raise our family here. Every day, I'm thankful that we made that decision. As your mayor, I will work with local businesses to make sure that they have everything they need to succeed. I will work with the great teachers and administrators to make sure that Knox County Schools produce a competitive. I mean, she couldn't hire one of the editors from WWE to like spruce this up. I he wants it to be boring. To make yeah. sure that government remains. Ninety. I feel like uh, he doesn't want any association to WWE with this. Well, he wants just enough that people remember that he's famous, right? But yeah. not. Enough that people remember that he like wore a mask and jumped off the top rope. Yeah, Glenn Jacobs lighting the way for our future is his. Oh, okay. And there's a little flame in between his flame. first and last. And then his burned face right next to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Okay. 
Is there? Is he like expected to win? Like what? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird that he doesn't mention his wrestling career or when he was like a K Rock host. That was. Uh, yeah. I feel like that would get him over. <laughs> that's a different cane. Oh, it is. That's true. Oh. That's a that, that's a different kind of corporate cane. Yeah. Um. What about when Jesse Ventura was running? Did he acknowledge well, his he wrestling? Well, he wasn't just yeah. running. He was governor. He was governor of Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First no, he won mayor, then he won governor I'm of the saying, Minnesota. When he ran for office, before he got the office, yeah. did he acknowledge that he was a former wrestler? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was widely acknowledged. He was, uh, that, so that's like being the intercontinental champion and then like the, the world champion. He was the mayor and then the, uh, yeah. <laughs> he was a Well, it was more like the being the television champion right. and then getting the United States. That's right. Yeah. The president would be the world champion. Yeah. It was from Tully Blanchard to Magnum TA. Uh, Which that's well, the way you don't want to do it, Magnum TA to Tully. You want to end up Magnum TA. One day I'm gonna be Governor McMahon. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and you know, well, he, laugh all you want, uh, and I think everyone should smoke some marijuana. You know, <laughs> I wrote a marijuana manifesto. I, I can't do it, Jesse no. Ventura. Yeah. But I was waiting for it to get he's, better. He's uh, <laughs> he's big on the pot. He's kind of a, a loon, yeah. but he's right on the money on the pot, though. Like, everything he says about pot, I completely agree with, which kind of makes me question myself. <laughs> I think he plays up the looniness. I don't think he's like, really believes half of that shit. Yeah, and honestly, like, whenever he talks about political issues, like, yeah. in a very theoretical sense, yes. uh, I'm, I'm pretty much with him. I, like, pretty much agree, agree. with his perspective. Yeah. I'm a little pissed off at him that he went for like 9/11 truth stuff, you know. Right. Yeah, that's where I I, I get off the. And didn't he the say? Ventura did he train. say Sandy Hook was a uh, fake did also, he? or did he not say that? I don't know. I don't want to accuse him if he did. He works. Say that. Not only does he work, he have a show on RT. He praises RT for for not having censorship and like mm. and giving him letting him speak where like other. <laughs> Nikolai Volkov Yo. hooked him up with that game. MSNBC Can we censor have. that? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get Addy at it from here. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. You like what you hear. You laughed. You had some laughs. You had some information coming into your ear holes. Do us a favor. Go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Give us a nice review. Give us a nice rating and a review. We could really use them. It really helps our rankings. We would appreciate it. Pick up some merch, metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button, and we would really appreciate it. Also, we post updates all throughout the week on social media. Hit us up on facebook.com slash metalinjectionlivecast or on Twitter at MILivecast. I want to thank Don Jameson, whose new album's Communication Breakdown. It's out this Friday. Darren, get us out of here. And seeing how you are, can I tell you something? I have a problem. Now wait, it's not a big problem, but it is a problem. It's my name. You know, I find that still a lot of people call me Lisa. Wrong! <laughs> my name is Liza. Liza. Has a Z in it. Well, for instance, somebody will come up to me on the street and say, Hello, Lisa, how are you? I'm saying, fine, thank you, but it's Liza. Or somebody will say, Lisa, what a nice hat you have on. I'll say, thank you very much, but my name is Liza. And that's my hair. <laughs> so you can see what I mean. Anyway, I've been try 
trying to figure out a final solution to this whole thing, and I think I've come up with the answer. Jack? Now listen, it's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, cause Lisa with an S goes not Z. It's Z instead of S, line instead of Lee. Simple as could be, see Liza. I do it again. It's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, cause Lisa with an S goes not Z. It's Z instead of S, line instead of Lee. Simple as could be, see Liza. Of course. Now, if my name were Ada, I'd be Ada. Even backwards, I'd be Ada. Or if my name were Ruth, then I'd be Ruth. Because with Ruth, what can what? you do? Or Sally, or Margaret, or Ginger, or Faye. But when you're Eliza, you always have to say... Size with a Z, not Lisa with an S, because Lisa with an S goes... Not Z, it's Z instead of S, line instead of Lee. It's simple as can be, see, Liza. Um, oh, that is only half of it. There's another way they treat me cruelly. How often I remember someone saying, There she goes, Lisa Minoli. Or Minoli, or Miniola, or Minoli, or Minoli. So is it a wonder? And my double N, then E double L I, you double up the N, that's not funny. E double E L, end it with an I, that's the way you say Minelli. S H L O M O C H O I N E. Blame it on Papa, what can I do? Every Sandra who's a Sandra, every Mary who's really a Marie, every Joan who is a Joanne. But it does drive you back to be Miss, Miss Broadmouse. I think so. It's lies with Z, not Lisa with an S, because Lisa with an S goes not Z. It's Z instead of S, line instead of Lee. It's simple as B, Z, Liza. I am a boy, first of all. Well, I do double up the end. That's not me. Then E double the L, end with an I. That's what you say. Minnelli, Liza Minnelli. It's easy. It's easy. It's Lizzy. Yeah! Pleasure. Don't crash it.